This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. My man. What's good? What's good? I've been looking forward to this for so long. Man, me too. Me too. I feel like you the goat too. So it's like the goat get to the goat. There you go. Oh, I, I, if, if you're calling me the goat, it's an honor. It's an honor. You gotta know you the goat, man. You've been doing it so long. I, I have nothing but respect for it, man. I love what you're doing. It's I, I researched you a lot to really understand how big you were doing it, and it's it's amazing. Well, it's uh, it, it, it you gotta move the world. You gotta you, you can't give up. It, it, it takes a team. It takes family. Uh, there's a ton. There's a ton. Um, but I'm excited for this because you, before we get into it, you've been a huge fan of Vion and that there's some there's always there's always brands that people embrace early and you right. embrace Vion early what what I, I gotta know what was it what is it what about it what what moved you what really made me get into it is I'm a cognac drinker already so when I heard about it and I seen what it was doing it was like okay and you know I, I also understood the whole whiskey where you had the fireball and when i got to that i'm like yo this is a cognac that's kind of similar but even better so yeah. i was like i gotta tap in and i was reaching out to everybody and just making sure that i do my due diligence to be a part of it and i was like yo this is gonna be something bigger than anybody can think of because they weren't ready and they're still not ready no, about to take no they're, and and that's the beauty of the brand is is our brands in general is there's some people who just get it and you got it and then there's others who are going to jump on board later and that's fine as ross always said there's always room for everybody when you're ready to get on get on but the one thing the one thing about if i could have picked a brand for you without knowing what you want to taste i would have picked vion you know why why because vion there's a story behind it. Vion was, a, was an artist. He was a poet. He was a 14th century poet from France, and he was an iconoclast. He went against the grain. He did his own thing. And to me, that's you. That's what you've been doing. You, you, your, your look, your style, your direction, everything you do, uh, uh, money, power, respect, it's you. And uh, uh, that, that's, again, if I was an outsider picking a brand, I'd say that's you. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, and that's what it's all about. That's mainly what I'm about is just being different, being me, being comfortable in my own skin. And I think that's hard for a lot of people because I get that question all the time, like, do you walk around like this all the time? And it's like, this is my everyday look because I'm comfortable with me. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks or their opinion. Although I listen to them, it's still like, it's going to ultimately come down to me and what I want to do with my brand and with myself and with my movement. And I'm just pushing it and I ain't going to stop because I don't have a reason to. So was there, was there a moment where have you, if I use me as an example, I'm still evolving. I'm still getting comfortable with who I am. Have you always been comfortable with who you are? I have for for a long time like and then I went through a phase of really learning myself because it was a time where I was just doing a lot of things that I was comfortable with whether it was gambling whether it was getting tattoos whether it was 
playing basketball, like I always had this confidence level, like even going into the military and things of that nature, the confidence level that I had was always like, I felt like I could do things, you know, because I just seen things with an open mind all the time. It wasn't like, oh, you can't do that because you're from this area or you can't do that because you're from this place or because you're this color. It was always like, you can really do anything. And that's kind of what I inspire other people to do is just like, if you can think it, you can be, it, you can do it. But most people can't get to the thinking it part because they block everything out with everybody else's failures and they don't understand that that's not them. So where, where, does, where does that confidence come from? It's got to come from God. That's the only thing I can think of because it's not too many other people that are as confident as me. And that's kind of why I moved the way that I moved. You know, I, of course, my parents, they distilled certain things in me. My grandparents, they distilled certain things in me. But it's like when I look at the bigger picture of what I'm doing, it's like who else is really doing what I'm doing? And I don't know too many people. So it's like it's got to be from God. But you, you, you could at least see the other side where most people, they're going to question themselves. They're going to ask other people what they think. They're going to try to, do you like this? Do, do, do you think I should do this? Do you think I should post this? Do you think I should, you know, it, it, that's most of the world. You, do you see that other side? I definitely see it because that's the people that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, I'm far from what I would consider myself as a counselor or as a person who's supposed to be guiding people and this, this, that, and the third. But it's like my life, I find myself doing that all the time because you have to build self-confidence in people around you in order to move. Like I'm independent, but I move with a team of people. I move with individuals who may not be as comfortable in their own skin and may not be as confident in their own driven responsibility. And it's like, yo, you got to pick it up. Think about it like this. If you see me doing this, then you can bring this to the table and you can do it. But a lot of the times it's that block because of where they from or how they grew up or what they were going through. And they can't break that mental cycle of it being like, well, they said we can't do this, so we're not going to do it. It's like, nah, if it's legal, if it's something you can do and you got the potential to do it, don't sit on the potential. Like, that's why I like what you do. Because you got the potential to do whatever, and you show that. You could have stopped at the other liquors and yeah. the other brands that you already had. You could have quit because you were already successful, but you're still going. Where do you get motivation? I get a lot of my motivation from motivational speakers. I watch the YouTube motivational channels, and I listen to almost everybody all the time. I go to sleep to that every night, literally. I go to sleep to YouTube motivational speaking because it just gears me up in a different format. I'm knowing when I'm sleeping, I'm still hearing things. So I'm getting that knowledge regardless of if I am doing it conscious or unconscious. So when I'm thinking about that type of stuff, I literally, if you look at my playlist, I listen to motivational speaking every and single day. Is, is that big? And why, why do you do that? Because like, what's the reason for that side? Because it makes me go harder, you yeah. know, because we all get to certain places, right? Yeah. Me as a successful entrepreneur, a successful artist, and successful father, a successful friend, a success, you can, you can limit to whatever you want to name. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, if you do that, then 
I lost sound. Can you hear me? Rich, now I can. Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Somebody was dialing in. I got it on Do Not Disturb, but I don't know. They, they got a secret code to get in through my phone still. <laughs> I love But no, I, what I was it. saying is that I, I literally have so many things that work for me and that people can congratulate me for that you would just naturally get to a point of saying, uh, why do I got to go a little harder? Why do I got to keep going? I don't put myself in a competition with no one else. It doesn't matter if they've been a superstar all their life or a superstar yesterday they became one. Or if they're poor or if they're rich. I don't put those limits to people and to things because I look at it like you can really motivate yourself to do anything. So I get to points where I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do that. You know, I did that. But when I listen to that motivation, it's like, well, you accomplished this. But you can go a little harder. You can get up tomorrow and you can do an extra hour. You can do this. You can do that. And it'll motivate your brain to be like, I can do that. I can lose a couple hours of sleep today to gain a couple hours of sleep five years from now. Are you, you are, I'm curious on this then. Are you listening to people just in, are in music or not at all in music? You know what I mean? It's not music at all. It's all yeah. motivational speakers like Eric Thompson, Eric Thomas, and people like that. It's people who are motivated. These people speak professionally, but they have a lot of YouTube videos where yep. it's just yep. motivation. And that's what I, it's not necessarily music people, but I do. I do listen to people like Rick Ross. I do listen to people like Wiz Khalifa. I do listen to people like Nipsey Hussle because in their interviews, they all drop gems, no matter what it oh. is. But they drop oh, God, gems. Yes. It's more akin to music, but it's still for business. They still drop gems for lifestyle. They still drop gems for family. So I do hear those, but not as much on YouTube. If I saw you in high school, what would you what would you look like? I was actually real short in high school. I was like four eleven going into the twelfth uh, grade, and I grew going into the twelfth grade. I grew all the way to six foot, so I was super short. And then I just grew out of nowhere and got tall. It was crazy. When did you? Because the look is different. And you own it. You own yeah. it. And so at some point you said, I'm going to own this. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says, right? You had to. Correct. Do you remember the day? Was there a day it happened? We were like, fuck it. I, this is what I want. Yes. This was maybe five, six years ago when I decided that this was going to be the look. Because what happened with that was when I got into music, right? I had been doing music for maybe a couple of years and I did so much in them couple of years from touring and selling merch and selling CDs and just doing all these magnificent things as an independent artist, rapping vans and buses and just doing all this stuff to make myself appear as if I was already a superstar. But in my mind, I'm like, if I did all of this, I'm the GOAT. Like, nobody else in this day and age is doing what I'm doing independently by themselves, their own money, their own time, their own energy. So I started saying I'm the GOAT. So when I would talk to people about that, they would be like, ah, nah, Drake's the GOAT, Lil Wayne's the GOAT, this person's the GOAT, this person's the GOAT. They would say who they thought Jay-Z is the GOAT because 
they I, I only mimic what I've seen Master P do, what I've seen Jay-Z do. So they would say that they're the GOAT. And I woke up one day like, I'm going to put these horns in my head so that I don't have to tell them I'm the GOAT. They got to ask me, what is it about? And when I tell them I'm the GOAT, then they're like, oh, I get it. You are the GOAT. And it changed the whole game. So so you, you know the, the, the clothing designer, Kid Super? Yes, I've heard of him. So Kid Super, is a, he, he's a good friend. I, I wear his clothes. When I put on his clothes, I, and, and he'd say this, his goal is, and I feel it, I feel like a superhero. Like, I feel yeah. like I now have a cape on, you know, and I can fly. Exactly. Is, that what, is that what the horns give you? Like, I can fly now. I am a freaking superhero. That's exactly what it gives me, and that's why it's so cool, because I tell my wife all the time that I can take the horns off, and I'm still completely me. But with the horns, it's my character. It's my role. It's who I want to be that day or during that time. I may wear the horns for 10 years. I may wear the horns for three years. But during that time, that's my superpower. But I also know if I want to go home and take it down, I can take off my cape, take off my mask, and then I'm back to me. But the people will still know me for the horns regardless. But it's just like when you know Batman and he takes off his mask, or you know Superman and he takes off his cape. It's the same concept, and I it's feel the, that way. So what's the difference between you with and without the horns? Me with the horns, I'm a superstar, a celebrity. Uh, I'm for the people. Me without the horns, I'm a family man. I'm a businessman. I can handle things. I can get things done. Like, it's a lot different going into a business meeting with some horns on your head than having your hair down. So, you know? so, so, like, so no, but that's a good question. So, tomorrow, tomorrow, Def Jam says, you know what? Stop being independent. We want to sign you. You wearing the horns or you're not wearing the horns? If they want to sign me, I'm wearing the horns because it's depending on what they want. Are they signing me to do an artist thing or are they signing me for what I would want as a label deal? Yep. That would change if I'm aware of horns or not. Yep. So mon NPR, money, power, respect. Yes. I get money. I get power. Why did you need the word respect? The reason I needed the word respect was because when you look at the big picture from how I looked at it, it was always like, okay, you can get some money. If you get some money, you usually going to get a little bit of power. But you can have those two things, and nobody can respect you. Yeah. But if you get those two things and you get people to respect you, you got a trilogy that's so powerfully tight. And this is not just based off of the sayings and the words that we heard. We thought of this as younger as this is going to be what we're going to be talking about as our label, as our tag, when it's us, our kids in the neighborhood that's hanging with us. You know, because money, power, respect been around forever, but that had nothing to do with what we were doing with our group of people. So when we was thinking about it back then, it was like, yo, a lot of people got the money and a lot of people got power. Some people got one or the other, but a lot of people, you very find a lot of people don't have the respect part because they abuse the money and the power. They abuse, they abuse their respect key. If, if, you had, if you could only have one, which of the three? Respect. 
I would rather have respect than money and power. Because the- you can have no money, you can have no power, but if you got respect, I could be on live with you. I could go to Dubai with you. I could go everywhere with you. But if I got money, I might still can't go with you because you don't yep. respect me or you don't like me. Yep. Or if I got power, I might can't bully you or make you be like, yo, I need to be with you. But if I got respect, I'm good anywhere in the world. Are you so, – uh, two different questions. The first one, are you ever down? Definitely. What, Definitely. What brings, you, what brings you down? Life. A lot of different things. Um, just thinking about some of the things in my past, thinking about, you know, how big I really want to take it, how deep I really want to go with it. You know, sometimes I get down because I'm like, I'm working so hard. Far, but it didn't happen the way it, I thought it would yep. happen in the beginning. Yep. You know, it's like sometimes I'm down because it's like, okay, I want my family to have a certain lifestyle and maybe they're not there yet. You know, so it's a lot of different reasons why I get down. How do you get out of that? I go back to the motivational. Yep, yep. No, I love it. No, no, no. They bring, I, they bring- out of it besides besides me praying and talking to god and having a strong backbone within my wife and my family like that's where i that's my go-to you know because i could be by myself and i could go to that as long as i got some internet and i got a phone or something oh i'm gonna get to where i need to get to because i know when i'm down everyone knows when they're down everyone just don't know how to come back yep a hundred percent so I get the feeling, Rich, and tell me if I'm wrong, if you were to just focus on real estate or focus on stu- your studios or focus on books or focus on producing or focus on music, you think I you would be 100% successful in any space? Any space. Any space. I've done it. I, was, I, I had a brick and mortar building that was artist development. I was successful in that. I was successful in real estate. I'm successful in cryptocurrency, successful in stock markets, successful in music, successful in family. I feel like I'm a successful husband. I feel like I'm a successful brother, sister, whatever. You know, I don't feel like I lose to the point where it's like I gave up. If I'm losing in that area, I'm going to keep going until I get the win. So... So this is a, a weird question, but I'm curious from my own perspective. Some people say you should focus. Just focus on one thing. Yeah. Don't focus on lots of things. Right. What's your What's your rationale for, for, for moving in all different directions? How I focus, how I focus mainly on one thing in particular, I kind of look at things like, you know, you got the people that's going to say, focus on one thing, which music is my main one thing. But I also understand you need seven streams of income and seven yeah. different revenues to be successful. In my eyes, that may not be to the next person or the next person, but me knowing that part too, I got to have my main focus, but then I got my other ventures that I'm a dibble and dabble with. I'll never be fully real estate. I'll never be fully crypto. I'll never just sitting at home doing this stuff and go, or going to work somewhere specifically for that besides music. Music is my main focus, but then 
I venture off into other things because I couldn't do what I'm doing if all of these other things weren't working. If it wasn't working, I get it. I would need um, somebody to support me way deeper than me supporting myself if I didn't have my other ventures. What all your millions of followers, what do they all have in common? What do they all have in common? They're all on Instagram. That's about it. No, but, 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 but uh, meaning, meaning they're following you. What do they all have in common for why they're following you? You know what I mean? Um, I think for the most part, a lot of them like the uh, content that I was doing. Yep. That's where the majority of them come from. When I started the content with the reels and with the memes, like I've been doing this for forever, but it really picked up during the pandemic because I had a lot more time to focus on it. So before I might've posted something funny or something crazy every blue moon, but during the pandemic, I had a lot more time. So it was posting over and over and over and over and over and over till it was to the point that it was like, people was telling me they thought that the crate challenge was my my song was the theme song for it, you know. <laughs> you know, it, it it became one of them things that you made it go so crazy that it became something that everybody just listened for that song. It's like they don't even hear the song, but it's playing in their head. So because they see it, because they keep hearing yeah. it, and it became something where they started sending it to me. They DM me. I'm getting hundreds of DMs still to this day for just reposting others' content. So when people tell you. Don't, you're posting too much. Stop doing it. If someone said, don't do this, what are you going to do? I usually be like, I don't know why you're saying stop doing it, but most of the time you just don't know why I'm doing it, and that's kind of what I'm actually dealing with with Instagram. Instagram, literally exactly what you told me, Instagram sent me a message and said, you're posting way too much for our platform. We don't understand <laughs> it's detected. And it's like you're crashing the system, basically, is what they were saying. Literally, I have the message. They literally told me to take my page down because I'm on it too much. So in your mind, is that telling you, you know what, I'm doing it wrong? Or you're like, fuck it, I don't no. care. That's telling me I did it right. Because they're people, reacting to you. How many people can tell you that it's right to them for using their platform? That's right. You're right. You're right. I'm one of maybe 10 people, if it's been 10 people that have gotten a DM from Instagram telling them that you're using our platform more than we're using our platform. You're right. engaged. Everything you're doing is out of control. So real quick music question. Live in the moment. Is there a granny? Yes. And, why, my, and is, she, is she your mom's side or your dad's side? I have a granny. On my on both sides, but the one that's alive is on my mom's side. That's the one that was in the video. Yep. And, and why is it Granny? We made it because when I was making the song, right, and I was thinking about life, like everything. When I was coming up, like I was with my grandmother a lot, and I loved my grandmother's house. I loved being in my grandmother's vicinity. So even when my dad might have took care of me or my mom might have took care of me, it was always get back to granny's house. You always, and everybody, I don't know too many people that don't love one of their grandmothers, whether yes. it's on your mom's side or yep. your dad's yep. side. Yep. So when I was going for this song, it was trying to make it so iconic that 
is undeniable to almost everybody in the world. If I would have put mama or daddy, we it had too work. many people that decide they don't like that party. So if I put granny, I got everybody. Um, but 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 your concept, which which I love the most, it's not the word granny; it's the word we. We made it. It's her and you. It's not you. It's not her. It's both of you. Yes. It's actually all of us. It's, it's saying everybody. We all made it. What? So the the younger, if there is such a thing, if, if Rich was different when he was younger, and if it's if it's your your son or your daughter comes up to you, what give give them? What's one word of advice? Business life what do you what, what are you going to tell them that they should live by i would tell them to focus on them focus on their world right because how the world is set up is you can go into anybody's world you can go into anybody's world that you want to go into whether it's your mate whether it's your mom whether it's your father whether it's your grandmother but if you go into their world then you're reflecting off of everything that they have going on, whether if they were successful or if they were not successful, you're going to be into their world. But if you focus on your world, you can dibble and dabble off everybody else's world, but your world will matter to you at the end of the day. And when your world is tight, then everybody else wants to come into your world. Do you want to be going into everybody else's world all the time, or you want everybody to come into your world? And it's just about how strong of an individual you are if you're going to accept everybody in your world. Or Love you might it. be need to go to everybody else's world. It's on you. So I'm gonna, I want to name some people that you've worked with. Whether, ready? DMX, Soldier Boy, Kodak Black, Fat Joe, Trina, Boosie, Young Thug. Which of them influenced you or taught you something that today you still think about? Um... A lot of them taught me different things, but for DMX in particular, um, when I, you got to imagine when I was coming up, I was watching him. That was like insane, you, you know, just watching him as a kid, but then actually getting to meet him and talking to him. The way he talked to me about my family and how good I was doing as a father and as an individual mm -hmm. with being in the music industry, that really stuck with me because the same thing that I I always knew and talked about is he was explaining to me like what you're doing is you're creating a different narrative they push us away from having a family because of the time restraints and the concepts of how much you got to do for them but you're bringing this into the industry with your family this way and you got them with you on set you got them with you everywhere you're not just it leaves your mind not to wonder too much because you always got your family real tight with you so when you go on and doing all these different things, they're experiencing things too. So whether they pick them up and they want to yep. become rappers or singers or dancers, at least you gave them that chance, which he noticed that a lot of people didn't give their family that chance because they kept them hidden and kept them away. Kept and them away from it. Exactly. So it's like it's two different worlds, and he liked that, and that's something that, I respect, and I, I really use that still to this day. Like, he do you think? Do, do you think you're a motivational speaker? I am. I just don't get paid for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should. You should.
You're giving the gems. I'm, you're you're living it. I, you're living I it. Get with one of them and get on that stage. I, I guarantee I can do it. Give me give me a struggle. Give me a struggle so that everyone knows you're 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 successful. You've been successful in many things, but but there's a struggle side to rich. Um, one of my greatest struggles was going to prison. I went to prison um, for three years. And that was one of the most different and odd times of my life, right? And I had to learn me in a whole different mindset because I've always been thinking I'm doing the right thing and I'm doing good. And I had a certain mentality where you really couldn't tell me nothing. I, very, I wasn't as humble as I am now. That experience changed me from thinking I was doing everything to depending on God for me to do everything, but still be successful. So during that time of that struggle, like I went through everything in all the phases, you know, I was, when I was in there, it wasn't like everybody who I was helping was reaching out to me. Everything that I was yep. doing out here was still going. Like I was depending on just a letter and I wasn't getting a letter every time I want a letter. I couldn't call every time I wanted to call. I couldn't go to the, breakfast hall or the child hall every time I wanted to go. I couldn't go work out when I wanted to. When I got put in that predicament, I vowed to myself that I'm going to change a lot about me. And that's what really created who I am today as far as how strong I am as an individual in a humble way. Because as, as good as I am in a lot of things, I still don't be like, oh, I don't mess with them because they are smaller rapper. I don't mess with them because they're poor because they yep. don't have as much yep. gear. They drive behind their court. I deal with everybody. That's what it did. It took me from being like on this pedestal to stepping down and being with everybody but still knowing my pedestal. I love it. I love it. I, I there's there's gems and wisdoms in everything you just said. So Rich, you're the only person I've ever done this. I've interviewed hundreds of people from everybody you mentioned Rich Wiz and Wayne and Rick and, and Nip. But I, I always start out the interview by asking what does self-made mean to them? But you're the first one where I am ending the interview by asking, Rich, what does self-made mean to you? What does self-made mean to me? Self-made to me means that you as an individual can do almost anything in the world that you want to do. Not saying that you don't need a team and you don't need help and you don't need people because everybody gets confused with this independent world of, oh, I did it by myself. Yes, I did it by myself because I kept myself motivated to keep going. But I just explained to everybody that within my motivation to keep it going, I use YouTube. Within my motivation, I use my wife. I use my kids. I use my mom. I use my dad. I talk to my grandparents all the time. I just literally called my grandmother yesterday and asked her, I've acquired a lot of stuff. I'm thinking about getting rid of some of it. Why do you keep a lot of the stuff that you have and just store it? And she laughed just like this. She said, I don't know. I'm the wrong one because I like to store things. And I'm like, I want to get rid of stuff. And she was like, just do it. I have stuff that I just should have yep. gotten rid of, but it's just sitting there waiting on a rainy day. But that rainy day may never come. And I was like, that's what I am. I'm a person who's a student and a learner and still a child, although I'm so strong with being an individual because I still want to learn. 
I still want to know why things work the way they work. I still want to know why you're so successful in the person that went to the same high school and the person that yep. went to yep. the same yep. school, maybe even grew up in the same family, can't figure it out. But that's not because of you. It's because everybody has their own level of how they're going to be. I think everybody can be self-made in a way. It's just yep. do they take on that responsibility? And I think a lot of people choose not to take on a self-made responsibility because it's so much easier to go with the flow. I, Rich, um, I, think, I think you should uh, – two things. One – this is what I'm going to go to sleep to from now on is listening to you. You're, you're my self-motivation <laughs> podcast right here. Two, I think you got a new business. I think you should be speaking to the gospel to everybody because I think the way you speak and the energy you bring and the stories you can tell and the real life, I think uh, it's, it's awesome. It's, again, I do this because I need you to motivate me, and you just did in a major way, and it's awesome. I wish you the best of everything. Keep kicking ass. You're, you're a billionaire. You're on Vion. You're our family. Anything we can do to help, please ask, all right? Definitely, definitely. I'm always locked in, and we're going to take it to where we can't, where they, they can't go. I'm, I'm oh, no, we're going to go higher. There you go. Rich, I love you. Cheers. Keep rocking. Keep going stronger. When good love things you. happen, go harder. Hey.